0: You don't need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer with Big Design, Small Budget. Here's your host, Betsy Helmuth. Hi everybody, I'm Betsy Helmuth and thanks again for listening to Big Design, Small Budget. I'm so glad to have you guys back because today we are talking about the number one thing that my clients always want – They tell me time and time again, if I had a nickel for every time they told me this, they want to create coziness. They want their home to feel cozy and comfortable. And when people come, they want them to stay a little bit longer with that mug of hot cocoa. They just themselves want to go home and cuddle up on the couch and feel cozy. That's the number one word I hear. Cozy and then comfortable. One and two. So today I'm going to talk to you about how to feel comfy and cozy. But first, I want to tell you this story. So instead of an awesome tip of the day today, I'm going to tell you an awesome story of the day. Because this story made me so sad and then so happy. Here we go. I had this client in Hoboken, and he was a guy, mid 30s, great apartment in a converted pencil factory. So awesome. The architecture was awesome. The place was beautiful. He owned it. I was like, what? This place is awesome. And as we were reviewing his questionnaire, because I asked my clients some questions before I meet with them, he told me that every night, he stays at Starbucks in Hoboken until they close, because he feels more at home at Starbucks than he feels in his own apartment. And even telling that story, I feel sad and want to cry. And it was so honest of him to tell me that, and so yeah yeah that's why i do this job because i want you to go home and i don't want your home to feel like starbucks but i want it to feel like your your cozy place so i asked him about that what about starbucks makes you feel comfortable what about that experience feels like home and how can we translate that to your awesome pencil factory loft because this place has potential and so I really went with that. We used some dark greens. We used browns. We really thought about maybe a rustic vibe for the table. We really went there. And I looked at Starbucks thinking about the items that he liked there. Thinking about the leather chairs and translating that aesthetic. So I give him his design plan. I hope he executes it. I don't hear much back from him. And I'm wondering, is this guy still at Starbucks? So I have a launch party, December 18th, 2014, for my book. Very exciting. I invite everybody on my mailing list. I'm so happy to see everyone. And I've had over a thousand clients, so it's hard to remember everyone in detail. But this guy came to my launch party, and I instantly recognized him because his story moved me so. And he said, I stay at home now. I try and get home as soon as I can after work. I invite people over. I feel comfortable. I'm no longer at Starbucks. Like They no longer know my name and my drink. I just go in, quickly come out, and I don't go there every day. And I thought that was huge. And he bought my book, which I also thought was huge. That's huge, I signed it. But that's why I do my job, and that's why I'm creating coziness. And coziness means something different to everyone. So let's get more specific, and let's start with our first caller. Hi Betsy, I just moved to LA, and I'm staying in a short-term apartment for two months. How can I make the place feel more like home and less temporary? Carrie, that's a great question. So with the popularity of Airbnb and these kind of other websites that promote couch crashing, how do we make these very short-term places feel like ours? It can be difficult when other people's furniture is there, other people's pictures and artwork is there, and of course we can't take them down. You're only staying there for two months. So how can we make it feel like a cozy space that belongs to you? I recommend going to your five senses. So, you know, a little quick TMI. As I was writing this, I was like, what's the fifth sense? I couldn't even remember it. Uh, And the fifth sense that I was forgetting was sight. Hello, interior designer. But I really think that senses make you feel most at home, most cozy. It's kind of that primal thing that just appeals to what's most tactile and experiential about ourselves so let's talk about texture and touch as our first sense that i want you to focus on because i think it's the one that can really take you there in terms of coziness So I recommend, you know, you're sitting on this couch that you didn't buy, these throw pillows that you don't know. They may not be comfy and soft. I recommend bringing a throw with you or buying a throw that just has a wonderful texture. So when you are cuddled on this stranger's couch, you have something that's yours that just you can cozy up in. Watch a movie, watch a show. Can you tell I'm a TV addict? Comfy throw in TV just sounds like coziness to me, doesn't it? So that is texture. I also recommend texture with your bedding. So, you know, they provide bedding at these Airbnb places, but I really recommend bringing your own sheets because that's what's close to your body. And maybe that's what you have a nice association with. A lot of my clients have sheet specifications. They want a high thread count. They want a jersey cotton feel. They want a flannel sheet. Not many of my clients want a flannel sheet, but there are a few. Uh, And so that can really bring you home in terms of texture and feel let's talk about smell because i find smell to be the most powerful of our senses in terms of bringing you somewhere and making you feel at home when you're not there so i recommend a candle that maybe you burn at your apartment but now you're going to bring with you and burn in this apartment because who knows what these airbnb situations are going to smell like you know what i'm saying hmm you see the pictures online but no smell-o-vision So bring a candle, bring a scent that reminds you of your place. Or say you don't really burn candles at your place, which I really don't. Uh, You can bring a scent that just feels comforting. And, you know, when I think comfort, I think food. Hello. So, um, you know, pumpkin pie, which is also said to be an aphrodisiac for men. So I don't know if in L.A. you're hoping to uh, hook up, but pumpkin pie. And then also Apple Pie, they have a lot of great candles, Yankee Candle. Um, I don't really like the Glade essences as much as like a Yankee Candle. And then if you're not so into food, you could go with Vanilla, which is just an aromatic, even though it's sometimes used in food. So those just make me feel delicious and comforted. And of course, sound. So when you're in this space where maybe you have a lot of artwork that doesn't really resonate with you or things that aren't really your style, I think incorporating some music can really make it feel like yours. Um, so I'm always recommending bring your iPhone and a little mini speaker. I like a jam box, but you know, whatever, whatever works for you. And then of course there's taste, but I don't want you licking their apartment. So just get takeout you like. That's all I got for that one. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. And then site. So the one I forgot, the one I left for the end. I recommend kind of embracing the environment that you're in. Maybe buy yourself some flowers from the place, like you're in California. Are there indigenous California flowers that maybe you don't have in your homeland of New York City? So maybe pick up something like that. You could bring with you a family picture that maybe has personal resonance. um, Or just a little picture in a frame that's interesting to you in terms of a place you like. So I like that idea of just bringing in a touch of sight, considering most of what you'll see is somebody else's stuff. So I'm going to insert the design TMI before my next caller. What do you think about that? I am going to mix this up because this topic is really resonating with me as I am moving into a new space. So I just moved into an office space. It's a big step for me. Dumbo, Brooklyn. It's a really cool environment. It's an old tea factory. It's got like 14 foot ceilings. It's got concrete and brick and old plank floors and it's beautiful. But it doesn't feel like me, it's cold and when I was moving in it's kind of so big and so factory that I can't really infuse myself, it just seems to be dominating. So when I was moving in I was just craving comfort, like what can I do to make this feel like me? So I will tell you what I did, I thought about this five sense thing, which is actually the first time I've come up with this tip and it really made me feel better in my new office. So let me tell you how I translated the five senses in my new space. Um, the first thing I did was texture. So when you're an interior designer, You know, you're always touching fabrics and things like that. But what I really touch most often is my keyboard and I have favorite pens. I'm always writing. And so what I really love for texture, what makes me feel instantly at home no matter where I am, is my favorite pens, the uniball rollers. So I just bought a whole bunch of pens and automatically I felt soothed. Isn't that funny? I do love school supplies, but that's another another topic. Um, The next thing that I did is I went for sound. So, you know, I have this big cavernous space. Why not rock it out? My favorite sounds when I'm working are the smooth stylings of Eric Hutchinson. Seriously, I just put it on Spotify and do his albums one by one by one. And I don't have a fancy jam box at my office. I just brought my eye home. But it's working. It is totally working for me. And it's just making me feel soothed in this big vacuous space. I can hear my big vacuous sounds of Eric Hutchinson. And of course, one of the main things I brought with me um, encompasses both taste and smell. Coffee maker, coffee maker. Um, Because even though I'm actually not a big coffee drinker, I always start my day with a cup of coffee. I usually buy it out, but now that I have an office space, I need to economize. But also, I just want to have it in. I want to always have coffee. Doesn't that sound like an office thing to do? So there we go. And then finally, there's this one thing that I bring with me everywhere I go for i don't know 10 years now and it's this piece of art and it is a drawing by philip gustin this artist from the 60s and 70s who's known for like these really weird paintings of exposed light bulbs and nooses so none of that really brings me um coziness But what does bring me coziness is he has this one drawing that he did. I went to his exhibition at the Met just because one of my avant-garde friends was like, oh my god, you haven't lived until you've seen Philip Gustin. Nothing appealed to me. Nooses, interesting, you know. Yeah. Uh, It didn't feel like a must-see until I got to his drawings. And in his drawing section, I was just so moved. It was just gestural black ink on white paper. And they were so impactful whereas I hadn't really been moved by his other stuff and one of them was a full brush and you'd never know from looking at it that's a full paintbrush but then I of course looked at the title and it said full brush oh my goodness it said everything I need to know about life isn't that funny how sometimes just an art piece can do that for you and as a former painter nothing says opportunity and new adventures to me more than like a paintbrush filled with paint like you can do anything what's that gonna be? So I couldn't afford to buy the piece. Hello. And they didn't make replicas of it because it's one of his minor works. Oh my goodness. So what I did is I went to Barnes & Noble and I got a book. But I was really poor back then, 10 years ago. So I couldn't even afford to buy the book. This is TMI. Oh, goodness. So I did buy the book. I took it to Kinko's and I had them blow it up to the size that it's supposed to be. I don't think that they're supposed to blow up copyrighted images, but the guy was really nice so he did it for me and I blew it up to the size that it really is at the museum then of course I returned the book sorry Barnes and Noble I shop with you all the time now I'm like a card member so it's okay Um, and I framed it in Ikea frame and I carry it with me always so I'm gonna hang that up and instantly it'll feel like home I got it reframed that's why it's not hanging up yet Um, and so that's what I recommend finding these things that just key you in to making it yours using your five senses there you go So let's get to our next caller now that I'm feeling all nostalgic and cozy. Hello, I'm Donna from Missouri and I have a question. I have a house that really needs work, but I can't afford to do every single room. What would you suggest I put my emphasis on? Which rooms should I decorate first? Donna from Missouri, I feel you. In fact, you're my mom, so I know what's going on here. I've been to your space and I do know it needs help. My mom is anti-furniture, so maybe um, I grew up and became an interior designer in reaction to that, but she doesn't like any furniture. She wanted to get rid of our dining room table. She was really reluctant to get a couch. She used to sleep on the floor. She doesn't like furniture. So, you know, there's some psychology in that in terms of where I am now. But we won't discuss that today. We're going to discuss about where you should start in terms of designing because she's come around. She's read my book and now she's ready to buy. I'm here for you. So when you're looking at your space and you feel just overwhelmed and you feel like the whole space needs work, the main place you should start is the place that you walk into. So I recommend the living room. Typically our door opens up into the living room and most people come when they come over and they sit in your living room. So that's where I would start, because a lot of my clients tell me that they want to entertain, that that would make them feel cozy and comfortable, and so start in the living room. Now, what can you do in the living room on a limited budget? The biggest visual element besides wall paint, which I would recommend, but that's such a hassle if you want to paint, um, and it can be expensive to hire someone. So say you're anti-paint, which would be the fastest way to make it cozy, FYI. A light, warm color would just be fantastic. But I know you don't want to paint, Mom. I get that. So, you could buy a rug. A rug is the second biggest visual element in the room, second to the wall paint. And it's a great way to affordably infuse a pattern and color and texture instantly into a room. You can buy amazing rugs on overstock.com. Hello, sponsor. Where are you? Call me. Uh, $3 shipping, 8x10 rug, which is generally the size that works best in most living rooms. And instantly, you have a piece of art based on its pattern and its color palette. Voila. So that can be a really nice way to make a bold statement quickly and affordably. I got my area rug in my living room for under $400. $3 shipping. Yes, please. So the other thing that you want to think about is maybe adding a touch of life. So I would think about buying some plants. Because plants, not only do they look like sculptures, little sculptures, big sculptures, they add oxygen to the room. It will instantly just add a liveliness that will make your space feel more integrated interesting holistically welcoming cozy so rugs and plants would be a good place to start in the living room of course there's lots of other things you can do but that's what i would do right away so thank you guys so much for listening to this episode it's been a special one for me five senses hmm If you have questions about your five senses uh, or anything else, feel free to write me at Betsy at com. You can send a voice memo or you can send an email. And of course, you can always visit me at affordableinteriordesign.com. Thanks so much. See you soon. You've asked for it and we have answered the call. For years, you've been saying, Betsy. Bye.